So our current president is about to find himself on the horns of a dilemma, where on the one horn, I suppose, uh, is bending over backward to kowtow to big business interests, and on the other horn is saying a big fuck you to the environment. And you can see how this is a real dilemma for our current president, who really wants to say a big fuck you to the environment, but on the other hand, he's got Exxon saying, eh, maybe not this time. Except really, of course, the lo- this is the long con, as it turns out. <laughs> Yeah, so this is a uh, this is some real interesting news. <laughs> so um, Trump wants the United States to um, pull out of the Paris Climate Agreement, and Exxon, famous uh, climate change <laughs> disinformation specialists and destroyer of the environment generally, more doctors smoke camels. Yeah, <laughs> um, replied that um, no, we didn't ask for that, um, and they gave some really worded like we can still be competitive in that environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took to doing some independent research on this because, of course, it's utterly ridiculous on the surface. Um, Seems mighty fishy, right? <laughs> yeah. But one thing you have to remember is that the reason Exxon has been spreading disinformation, is it disinformation if it's that intentionally wrong, right? Yes, yes, that is correct. Misinformation would be accidentally wrong, Um, right? I believe so. I've never thought about whether misinformation is on purpose or not, but it's not. It's just, you're just wrong a lot. It's like being a pathological liar versus just being wrong a lot. Okay, well, this is the one where they lied. (laughs) Right. Um, Because... I would say that Exxon probably has done as much research into climate change and peak oil as freaking NASA with probably more funding <laughs> dedicated oh, to definitely. it. Oh, um, definitely. Because as the largest corporation in the world, when Apple isn't bigger than them, um, and their business being oil, they have to keep a really good pulse on those things because they can end the existence of the company. Um, yeah. <laughs> and if something that big goes down, it takes the entire market with it. Yay. Um, so yes, they know everything there is to know about climate change and about peak oil, which means that when they say, eh, we could stay in the Paris Agreement, that it's probably for horrible reasons. Undoubtedly. These people are not nice people. At least business-friendly reasons. Right. Um, so the Paris Agreement is very weaselly worded. It's not like, you know, documents and pages and numbers and figures. It just sort of vaguely states that we would like for right now to be our moment of peak CO2 emissions. And in five years, we'll see how everyone's doing. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that is all that it says. It's not like uh, Kyoto was, where it actually had, like, MPG standards and all other, you know, measurable things in there. Right. This is pretty weak sauce, bro. Right. So, my completely um, made-up interpretation in that, you know, just 
knowing how evil corporations work, <laughs> um, and knowing um, which way the winds blow in the parties, is that if we were to globally agree on a um, emissions cap, that is part one of cap and trade, mm. which is sort of like the worst possible but minimum bar actually doing something about pollution. Yeah, I mean, it's not the best solution is always we'll stop doing that thing, you moron. You're destroying the fucking planet. But gap and trade has worked in the past. We used to have a lot more acid rain than we have. Kids today probably don't remember when everybody was all like, Acid rain was the greenhouse, uh, was the global warming of the late 80s. Yeah, except global warming started way before then. Yeah, but we I didn't, mean, no, like, focus on it for whatever reason. Al Gore did. Well, yeah. Poor Al Gore. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, well, not literally. Yeah, he's he's, he's quite, quite wealthy. Well. He's doing fine. Yeah. Um, so um, the thing about cap and trade is that since we don't really have too much precedent on it like uh, most of how we got rid of like our last environmental crisis was figuring out um you know cfcs or whatever were responsible for the hole in the ozone and we're just like okay well it turns out we can still make hairspray without them so we'll just right. you know move on let's do that yeah but <laughs> we're gonna have a harder time replacing burning fossil fuels because we do it a lot like way a lot right so my theory is that Exxon is okay with this because they're the biggest corporation on the planet and they're not going to be fighting Apple for uh, these uh, pollution credits, um, which means that they can get around antitrust laws and just put other oil companies out of business because just merely extracting oil is a horrible polluting process in every way you could measure pollution. We've already discussed how it turns perfectly good fresh water into poison, fish into <laughs> cancer vectors, and obviously you use fossil fuels to get fossil fuels, so there's right. greenhouse gas emissions there. And then like when they when they leak or spill you would think that these companies would be incentivized to, like, have that not happen because, look, it's gallons and gallons, millions of gallons of your primary product just doing nothing for you but destroying the environment. But they don't seem that worried about it, which is not awesome. Yeah, well, because it's small in the big picture and because <laughs> they have so much lobbying power that um, whatever fee they pay to the EPA while we still have an EPA mm. um, pales in comparison to the tax write-off they do for losing as much as they lost. It seems to me that you shouldn't be able to write off your destroying the ocean's losses, but what do I know? It's fine. It'll all be fine. Ugh. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Ugh. So anyway, back to Exxon and their long con. So, yeah, that's it. That's what I'm predicting, yeah. at least, was their motivation in that. And because a lot of um, other countries did sign on to it, that means that we might have globalism cap-and-trade. Um, 
which means I can just screw over international companies as well if they can just outbid everyone for these pollution credits if they're not, you know, distributed <laughs> fairly at the onset. And even if they are, I mean, someone has a bad quarter and they want to sell some offsets, they'll give them a good price. Yeah. Jesus. It's so bad, you guys. <laughs> yeah, it's... There, there's no way, like, even if you're thinking to yourself, if you're if you're so foolish, and I know none of our listeners are, well, all dozen of you, um, <laughs> as to think, well, at least it's an American company that's going to be doing this. They, they've, I mean, just like every other large company, they've been offshoring their profits and onshoring their losses since that's been a thing. So it's not like nobody's nobody's going to benefit from this except a few insanely wealthy people. Sorry. Uh, absurdly wealthy people who are going to become even more absurdly wealthy. Yeah. And we're all going to die anyway. <laughs> I'm I'm also worried that, so Exxon has some green initiatives, but of course those are also similarly selfishly motivated because if uh, peak oil happens before we destroy the planet with climate change... <laughs> Which is what I used to hope, but it looks like those won't line up anymore. Um, Dang it. <laughs> you know, then they just want to be the tyrant that controls the supply of photovoltaics or windmill parts. Yeah. And you can't make either of those without burning fossil fuels at this point. So, again, cap and trade comes into it because right now, although you can get a dollar per watt, our solar panels out of China, that might be by uh, that might be their factory at some point in the future. So yeah, we're so, we're so doomed. They're just a big giant horrible <laughs> corporation, and they're yeah. going to stay giant and evil. I mean, they they will have every opportunity to become even more evil and giant under the current administration. Obviously, yeah, pipelines leak. It's what they do. Jesus Christ, all of those people who, man, we have really not done very nice things to the native population of this landmass, and we continue the trend. It's like, it's like shamelessly shitty behavior. Yeah, it's almost like we were, com uh, we're competing with ourselves to outdo our previous atrocities. Right, like... It was pretty bad, that whole Trail of Tears thing. But guess what? Now that you're in a real shitty place that nobody else wanted already, we're going to poison your water source. It's the only one for hundreds of miles. <laughs> like, it's it's cartoonish. Yeah. It's cartoon super villainy. It, it literally seems like like there should be like this. Is, how could this be real life? How could this not be some cartoon villain villain's evil plot to destroy the like? Where's Captain Planet? Come on. <laughs> well, we haven't been electing Captain Planet since we didn't elect Carter. So we'd rather elect someone who tells us that no, it's fine. Just keep your head It'll in the be sand. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, yeah, and it's not like Democrats have been doing an awesome job of caring about this thing, this sort of thing publicly, like, Sanders kind of did more than Clinton, I guess, but like... Clinton was shamefully silent on the uh, Dakota Access Pipeline during the yeah. primary. That's, that is pretty... 
it kind of it kind of honestly amazes me that there are just regular people who are willing to say no we should have that pipeline fuck those people like <laughs> it's people who are so like bought into this idea of republicanism that they don't actually care about anything else yeah it is truly as unbelievable <laughs> as there are people who will just pause their lives and go sit out in a tent to do everything in their power to stop it. <laughs> the lengths, the lengths that, that people who identify as Republicans will go to, to just, to just basically say, fuck you to everything. Like we've only really got the one planet. So I know it's really important to these people to, like, spite us, but, I mean, it's really, talk about cutting off your nose to spite your face. That has to be, like, my favorite slide from the response to Al Gore's book in the 80s. Um, so this was during the George H. Bush administration, and he did all sorts of bullshit, like, uh, his famous line was, uh, uh, We'll be up to our neck in owls and out of work for every American and crap like the American way of life is not negotiable. Um, and Oh, my God. And there was this slide that literally has a balance scale with earth on one side and gold bars on the other. <laughs> OK, see, the thing is, though, if we don't we have a planet, <laughs> we really need the planet like we really need it. It's very important. There is no thing that that is more important to human beings than our uh, continued ability to ex exist. Like, if you get super rich and then you die tomorrow, like, what? Not just you, but, like, everybody. Literally everybody dies tomorrow. Like, why? what is the point of that? Yeah, I almost hope that like Christianity turns out to actually be the true religion because it seems like Jesus would really not be <laughs> in favor of any of this. Yeah, a lot of people are going to be mighty surprised if there actually is a judgment day yeah. and like the whole Okay, okay you guys, but the whole like love your neighbor is like that was a really important part. And all of that stuff in the Old Testament that you like to bring up only when you're talking about hating gay people, like, less so. <sighs> yeah. By the way, I've seen you eating shrimp, motherfucker. So don't you be bringing up Leviticus at this point. <laughs> and clothes of two different claws. Like, there's right. just some complete nonsense in that one. Because it's stupid. Not, like, not only that, but, like, not to get into too much, um, like, biblical history here, but... The point of the Ten Commandments was that Leviticus was too complicated. They were already mm -hmm. obviated in the Old Testament. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But, like, I didn't even know that because I don't know shit about. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's usually atheists that know much more about the Bible. Yeah, well, I just am not that kind of atheist. <laughs> Apparently, I just don't. I tried to read the Bible once I did. It, it can't, was so it boring. Can't, it can't I be done. Do it's, it. it's worth it's worse than Shakespeare if you don't know that everything is naughty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>